God's word directly and indirectly proclaims and establishes who believers are. Now you've heard me ask that question, who are you? Who are you? We've learned through the first five parts in this series of messages that believers are temples of the living God by His Spirit who dwells within us. Yet we're also God's children. We've learned that we're those who endure the race set before us. We've also learned that we season the world with salt, with the gospel that preserves souls. We're like salt. Some people are salty. We're authorized to do everything that our Lord and Savior commanded, even to answer the question of who we are by opening God's Word. We are authorized to do everything He commands and heal the sick and have dominion over demons. You know what I need? I need a little more light. Where's my wife? Oh, she left. Oh, John, you got it. That's what I need, brother. That's exactly what I was hoping for. Praise God. Wow. We got what we need now. Amen. And the Lord said, Amen. Let's see if I can hang this thing on my shirt. Maybe that'll help. I love these little lights. They're giving these away at the, what do you call it? The uh, Harbor Freight. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a whole bunch of them. Well, those are whatever you use them for, but. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, anyway, we are going to open God's Word to the second letter of uh, Paul to the Corinthians, page 1777. How do you like those triple sevens, huh? <laughs> God's perfect number. Yes, indeed. 1777. And uh, we're going to read the first six verses there. It's 2nd uh, it's second, uh, Corinthians chapter 4. And we're going to read the first six verses. But before we do, I'd, I'd like us to pray, if you don't mind. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would settle your word in our hearts. That we would be your people who are open to receive your instruction. Lord, remove all distractions from our minds. We have so many things, Lord, just vying for our attention. We ask that you would lock your word, every bit of it, into our souls. That we would be strengthened by the power of your might. Give us, Lord, for those times when we miss the mark. We're aiming, but we miss. Guide us to be strengthened by you, Lord. God, I ask that you would remove every human teaching and tradition that goes against your word. Help us to realize your power and authority in our lives and draw us into your presence with a true heart and full assurance of faith as it's written in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 22. Wash over us, Lord. Wash over us with your Holy Spirit. 
we go through your spirit-filled word. Make us people of love for you and our neighbor. God, I ask that you would pour out your spirit on everyone who's within the sound of my voice. And allow me, Lord, with all boldness to speak your word. Through the name of the one we call Jesus, Yahashua. And all of God's people said, Amen. Amen. Page 1777. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced the hidden things of shame. Not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, Yahashua, Messiah, the Lord, and ourselves, your bond servants. Who are we? We are bond servants. For his sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, Yahashua Messiah. And that's where we'll end our reading. You know, I didn't know the power was going to be out when I started working on the, the sermon. I had no idea. God knew. And he provided. It's written in the gospel records that believers are lights. We touched on that a couple of weeks ago when we read from the fifth chapter of Matthew. And in verse 14 to 16, we hear, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Who gets the glory? God gets the glory. You don't hide that light. You shine the light. And what does the light dispel? Darkness. Because darkness is the absence of light. In Proverbs chapter 4, we hear, But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines even brighter into the perfect day. The way of the wicked, however, it goes on to say, is like what? Darkness. The way of the wicked is like darkness. And this is why I say so many churches are walking in darkness because they have allowed the wicked to rule the church. They're in darkness. It's opposite of light. It is the absence of light. We may not be wicked and say we proclaim the light or that we shine the light. It doesn't work that way. That's not how it works. There are a lot of powerless churches out there. And I'm not talking about the electricity that surges through the lights in the building. 
way of the wicked's like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. You know, after telling his disciples that they would face persecution, our Lord, the one we call Jesus, said, Therefore, do not fear them. Don't fear those who persecute you. Don't fear those who will persecute you. Regardless of that individual that's being used, don't be afraid of them. It doesn't matter where their station is in life. It doesn't matter where they serve on this planet. Don't fear them, he said. For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed. There is nothing hidden that will not be known. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light. How appropriate is that today? The world is full of darkness. And we need to be those who proclaim the light. We are those who renounce the hidden things of darkness, the hidden things of shame. Do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul, but rather, and I've quoted this several times throughout the series, I believe, rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin, and none of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will? But the very hairs of your head are numbered. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, he goes on to say, him I will also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. We may not think that we can deny God. We do not think, we may not think that we can deny Christ without consequence. And what is darkness except denial of the light? There may not be darkness if there is light. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness flees. In Mark chapter 4 and verse 21, we hear it written this way. He said to them, is a lamp brought to be put under a basket or under a bed? Is it not to be set on a lampstand? For there is nothing hidden which will not be revealed, nor has anything been kept secret, but that it should come to light. You know, there's lots of organizations in the world that keep things secret. All those secrets are going to be revealed. There's no way around it. God's Word says it. It's true. Simple. Nothing secret that will not be revealed. It will be come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let them hear. In other words, pay attention is what he's saying. Pay attention because anything that's done in secret, and it doesn't matter if it's us individually, we think, well, nobody sees me. Nobody's going to know. You know, somebody said that to me one time. Nobody's going to know. They wanted me to do something that was wrong, essentially. Not necessarily moral, but unethical. And I said, I'll know. And God will know. And others can testify to that too. In fact, my brother John, I remember him telling me a story about a guy trying to get in to do something wrong on a roof one time. He said, no. We need to be people who renounce the hidden things of darkness. That's what his word says. 
fact, that's the title of the message. Those who renounce darkness. No one, when he's lit a lamp, it's written in Luke. Now you see Matthew put it in his perspective. Mark puts it in his perspective. Now here Luke's. No one, when he's hit, when he lit a lamp, covers it with a vessel or puts it under a bed, but sets it on a lamp stand. You know, the lampstand is what the, the word of the Lord in Revelation calls the churches. We are shining forth the light, or we're not. And he says, if you keep doing what you're not supposed to do, I'm going to take your lampstand away. I'm going to take the light away. You're not going to have the light anymore. That's what he says. But let me go on with what Luke says no one, when he's lit a lamp, covers it with a vessel, puts it under a bed, sets it on, but, it, but they set it on a lampstand that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. Therefore take heed how you hear, for whoever has, to him more will be given, and whoever does not have, even what he seems to have, will be taken from him. Now we know that our Lord taught this on more than one occasion, and the reason we say that is because Luke is the second account of this teaching. The first account, as I said, was written in the 8th chapter, maybe I didn't say it, I'm not sure, in the 8th chapter of Luke, but then as we go on to chapter 12, we hear Luke relate another time when our Lord gave this teaching. He shared this concept. In the meantime, it's written in Luke chapter 12, beginning at verse 1, when an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together so that they trampled one another. What kind of crowd was that? He began to say to his disciples, first of all, that means he also told the crowd, the multitude, so that means it extends out to all of us. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. He warned them about religion. He warned them against religion. Beware of hypocrisy. It's leaven and it creeps in just like yeast. It gets into the dough and it gets and filters into every part of that body. Hypocrisy. Don't do this. Do that. Don't do this. Do that. But they don't do what they know is right in the sight of God. And again, that's why I say there's so many churches that are powerless. They're operating without God's power. And why do I say that? Because they're operating in darkness. And why do I say that? Because they're operating in sin. God's word says don't, and they do, and they say it's okay to do what they do, because after all, we have to be people of love. We have to embrace everyone. In that second teaching, he says, There is nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have spoken in the dark will be heard in the light. There's a message for Godfathers. There's a message for backbiters. There's a message for those who would try to thwart the work of the Lord. It'll be heard. And what you've spoken in the ear in inner rooms will be proclaimed on the housetops. Woo! You gotta know that's God talking. We need to renounce the hidden things of darkness. We are those who renounce 
the hidden things of darkness. We renounce the shameful things that are done in darkness. In Romans 2.16, it's written that the day is coming when God will judge the secrets of men by Yahashua, Messiah, according to the gospel. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, in verse 5, it's written, Therefore judge nothing before the time until the Lord comes, who will both bring to light the hidden things of darkness and reveal the counsels of the hearts. Then each one's praise will come from God. He's going to reveal everything that's in darkness. We are His people. If, in fact, we are His people, we renounce the hidden things of darkness. It doesn't matter what those things are. There are organizations that walk in darkness. They walk in secrecy. But we're not to be among them. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, we hear for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness so that this day would overtake you as a thief. You're all sons of light and sons of the day. Children, it means. Children of light. Children of the day. You renounce the hidden things of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord, Yahashua, the one we call Jesus, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another, just as you also are doing. This is a word of encouragement. We don't walk in darkness. We walk in light. I think it's fitting that our Lord would turn and let the lights be turned off in this building. I think it's fitting. My wife doesn't usually get to sit in the congregation with her. Usually she's downstairs and I'm saying, doing a sound check. Can you hear me down there, Chris? Do you see how all of this ties together with what we read at first? We renounce the hidden things of darkness. And renounce means to give up. It means to cast off. It means to reject. It means to depart from and forsake. We forsake the hidden things of darkness. We cast off the hidden things of darkness. We run away from. Can I say it that way? We're not going to walk in darkness. Believers give up. We cast off. We renounce, we reject, we depart from and forsake anything that our Creator calls shameful and darkness. He's the one that sets the parameters for our living. You want the Holy Spirit to move in your life? You need to turn away from everything that stops Him from being in your life. That's right. This light cannot coexist with darkness. Amen. And if we're walking in darkness... We are not pleasing our Creator. And we will not see the Holy Spirit filling our lives with His presence if we are walking in darkness. Believers are those who renounce the hidden things of shame. 
I wanted to ask, just think for a moment, is something that you were ashamed of. And I'm not asking you to condemn yourself. Those things will be brought to light. The Lord says so. And we need to think about that when an enemy tempts us into some sin. We need to renounce that sin and allow Almighty God by His power to chase that devil away. The devil goes, he runs, he flees, resists temptation, and what happens? Resists the devil, and what happens? He flees. His, God's Word says so. We renounce the hidden things of shame. We renounce the hidden things of darkness. We are those who renounce those things that go against God. And it's written in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, God did not call us to uncleanness, but to holiness. He called us in holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject men, but God, who has given us his Holy Spirit. If we are doing something that grieves the Holy Spirit, we're quenching the Holy Spirit. He's not going to move. He's not going to do what he does. He's a gentleman. You say, I like darkness. You shut out the light. In John chapter 12, it's written that our Lord said, He who rejects me and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command that I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his command is everlasting life. Do you get that? Light, everlasting life. That's the command of God for his people. No more darkness. So he wasn't speaking on his own authority. He's speaking what the Father gave him to speak. Therefore, he goes on to say, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. And I can say the same thing. I have no idea that the electricity was going to be off in this building today, and yet God gives me a message on renouncing darkness. Amen. You can't tell me that God doesn't know everything. All right? You're not going to hide anything from Him. There's nothing hidden that won't be revealed. There's nothing secret that won't be shouted from the mountaintops. He says so. We need to renounce the hidden things of darkness. I want to read from the fifth chapter of Ephesians. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. Remember, you are the children of God. You want to imitate God. In Him is no darkness. But fornication and all uncleanness and covetousness. Excuse me, I jump. As Christ also has loved us and given Himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Can you hear self-sacrifice in there? Part of walking in the light is sacrificing ourselves, our wants, our desires. Because we walk away from all of that fleshly thing and we move in the Spirit of God. We move with Holy Spirit guiding us into the perfect will of Almighty God as His children. But fornication... Fornication is two things, sexual immorality and it's also idolatry because they're intertwined, first of all. But if we are, in fact, and here's another thing when I say, who are you? You are the bride of Christ. 
And when you go after sin, when you walk in darkness, you are walking away from the light. Christ is the light. And when you're doing that, you are fornicating against him. It's idolatry. It's sin. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, and covetousness is equal to idolatry. Because we're putting our heart on things that are opposite of God. We're, this world and, and everything in it is passing away. We're not going to be here in 50 years, folks. The majority of us, if God allows time to continue, if God does not bring the Savior here to take his people away, we're going to not be here. Most of us are going to be somewhere else in eternity. Let it not even be named among you. Now, the Corinthians were known for fornication. They were known for sexual sin and for idolatry. He said, don't even let it be named among you. Not even once. Flee. <clears throat> Flee. Flee. The darkness. But then he goes into some other things. He says, it's not fitting for saints to have that kind of stuff named among them. But then he goes in and he says, but rather giving of thanks. For this you know, that no fornicator, no unclean person, no covetous man who's an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. This is in the New Testament. He's talking to believers. He's saying you cannot do these things and expect to gain entrance. Because what it does, when you're walking in darkness... It sets you free from the light. You're taking yourself out of the light and you're walking in darkness. We need to be those who renounce the hidden things of darkness. Amen. Therefore, do not be partakers with them, for you once were darkness. You used to be darkness. But now, you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is what? In all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what's acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. But rather expose them. For it's shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. And whatever makes manifest is light. Holy Spirit manifests in God's people. He brings that light to shine through us. We renounce the hidden things of darkness and we walk in light as he is in the light. Therefore he says, and he's reading, he's quoting, Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead. Awake! Rise from the dead! What brings death? What brings spiritual death? The wages of sin is death. He says, awake! Rise from the dead. Christ will give you light. So then, that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. This, I can say, is the essence of walking in love. Because Christ our Lord, he boiled down the Ten Commandments to two things, loving God completely and loving your neighbor as yourself. And this is the essence of walking in light. You were once darkness, but now you're children of light. 
You are those who renounce the hidden things of darkness. Whether you believe it or not, you are. But you know, unbelievers renounce God because they've decided in their heart that he will not require an account for sin. That is written in Psalm 8, or excuse me, 10 in verse 13. Printer's bad. Everything's gray on the one side. Okay. I'm trying to focus my attention. In Luke chapter 10 and verse 16, it's written, He who hears you, hears me. As I speak the word of God, you're hearing from God. That's not me. I'm giving you what he has given me to deliver. And you know about Kristen, I've been at her mother's. Turn this thing off for a moment so you guys don't get blinded by the light. <laughs> when we were at, at her mother's, the Lord kept bringing me back to this idea of renouncing the hidden things of shame and renouncing the hidden things of darkness. And if you look at my hands, you'll find wounds from banging into things and getting nicked and chopped and all that kind of stuff that happens whenever you're doing the kind of stuff that we've been doing. And now my first reaction is darkness. And I said, oh, Lord, what is wrong with me? And so I started shouting praises to God whenever these things would happen. Chunk of my finger got chunked out and said, praise the Lord! Just said, what, what, what? Oh, chop my finger. Listen to chunk. Praise the Lord! It hurts, Lord. How does like a little thing like that hurt so much? He said, renounce the hidden things of darkness. Renounce the hidden things of darkness. We don't walk in darkness, we walk in light. And throughout the last few weeks, he's been bringing this to my attention over and over and over and over, and I mean continuously. Renounce the hidden things of darkness. Give up the hidden things of darkness. Leave the hidden things of darkness. Do not dwell in the hidden things of darkness. Walk away from those shameful things. He's been showing me this over and over and over. And I have to repeat that because I know this is the message for this time for the congregation, whether it's in this building or through the online venues that will hear the message later. God wants his people to walk away from everything that's contrary to him. We are on a fine timeline, folks. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Holy Spirit is moving over God's people. And we're going to see, I believe, mighty, mighty, powerful works. He says in his word, you will do greater things. Was he a liar? No. Do we believe him? Yes. Because we know he said it. It's true. We know that there was one occasion when our Lord was unable to do mighty works, or very many, because of their unbelief. That's what he says. So are we those who believe? Do we really believe what his word says? Or are we walking so deeply steeped in darkness, we're like the tea bag that's been drained of any... <coughs> kind of life. And there are many that are in the body of Christ that call themselves followers of Christ who are drained of any power. They're powerless because they've gotten themselves so ensnared in darkness that they can't move. They're shackled. 
Now we declare by the word of Almighty God and the power that He has endowed us with, we declare that all of His people that hear this message will be unshackled. Because it's His will that we be unshackled. He doesn't want His people to be bound in darkness. He wants His people to renounce those hidden things of darkness. He does not want us to be walking contrary to His will for our lives. His word is clear. It's not a legalistic message. He says, here's the parameters for life. Walk within them and you'll be all right. Don't and you won't. You're going to have trouble if you don't do what he says to do. We need to renounce the hidden things of darkness. We're hearing him when we hear his word. He says, he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. So if we reject the word of the Lord... We're rejecting Almighty God Himself. How many of us want to do that? Any volunteers? No. <laughs> see any hands? Why don't I see any hands? Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to reject God. Nope. Who are you? We're believers. That's right. We are children. You know, willfully living contrary to the boundaries that God has set for human existence is equal to rejecting God. And so how can we have men in the pulpit, or women in the pulpit, or men or women in the leadership of these demonic nations believing somehow that they're bringing the light to bear upon this dark world whenever they're living in darkness? Exactly. It's not possible. It's not the same thing. And God is angry. He's angry with those souls that have decided to reject Him and lead others to reject Him. Woe to you who call evil good and good evil. Woe to you who call darkness light and light darkness. That's what He's saying. Who put darkness for light and light for darkness? Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter? Woe to you that change the definitions of what's right and wrong. Woe to you who change what's light and darkness. Woe to you. No matter who it is. doesn't matter what position they hold in this world or in religion. It doesn't matter because God has pronounced woe upon them. You who believe have renounced the hidden things of darkness. You have. Or if you haven't prior to now, you will know that it is something you're called to do. You read in John chapter 8 and verse 12, and I'm about to wrap it up, folks. Our Lord said, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will only walk in darkness every once in a while. No. It's the light of it. He who follows me shall walk in darkness sometimes. No. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Christ is the light. He said, you are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hidden. Renounce darkness. Remember, it's written in Romans chapter 13 and verse 12. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. And that was 
2,000 or so years ago. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. The armor of light. And then in Romans chapter 13 and verse 14, just two verses later, he says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua, Yahashua, whatever name you want to use. His given name was Yahashua. Put on the Lord, Yahashua, Messiah, and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. Will our flesh want things that God doesn't want for us? Yes, mm -hmm. yes it does. I want the lights to be on. That makes things easier. <laughs> but they're not. But the light that's shining, when I look out upon this congregation, I see the light shining from your faces. And I know Almighty God has His hand on your lives. And that His Spirit is going to take you and move you into places that you have never believed you would be. Amen. He's going to take you and use you to His glory wherever He has planted you on this earth. You're going to be used by Him. Do you understand that? You are. That's why you're here. You are here to be light in the darkness. You are here to renounce those things of darkness. You are the light of the world. That's what our Lord said. He's the light. He said so. And if we have Him in us, what happens? The light shines. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Make no provision for the flesh. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. You have put on light. You put on light. In Christ, your will becomes His will. And His will is done where? On earth. As it is in heaven. You're those who renounce the hidden things of darkness. All of us need to live that way. And we can draw others out of the darkness and into the light. Because that's why we're here. That is why we're here. Allow Him to use you to His glory. Allow Him to use you to draw souls out of the darkness. If there's anybody here that's not sure that they're in the light, you come up and we'll pray for you right now. And I mean that sincerely. I want everybody to be walking in the light. I want everyone to renounce those things of darkness. Renounce the shameful things. Walk in the light of Christ. That's what you're called to do as believers. And Holy Spirit will take you and fill you and use you and each and every one of you to His glory. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Turn from the darkness. Shine forth the light. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. Father, we're, we're going to miss our fellowship time, lunch together. We know, Lord, that you have a plan that goes far beyond anything that we're familiar with. So, God, we just ask that you would take a hold of this time as we conclude this service. And I ask, Father, for you to pour out your Spirit upon each and every one in this building and those within the sound of my voice now and later. That your Spirit would rule. 
that we would all become those who renounce the hidden things of darkness, that we would renounce those shameful things, that we would walk away from everything and anything that goes contrary to your word, your will, your way. That your power would flow forth from your people and that we would be a light in this dark world. Everyone who comes into contact with us would know that there's something different in a positive sense because you reign in our lives. I pray this in Christ's name. And all of God's people said, Amen. 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 Would you all mind if we received an offering?